Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Are you ready? Hey guys, come on, bring it in. I've scrolled through my contacts, sent out the invites, and our guests are about to arrive. Welcome back to the podcast dedicated to the most precious human pastime. I'm Gregory Porter, and this is The Hang. This podcast is beautifully simple. I sit down with friends, idols, and inspirations of mine to discover what makes them tick. I was so naive when I started. I didn't know any of these people. I mean, I was in a room with Randy Newman when I was 23, and he was saying, this record company likes you more than me. And he was, like, jealous of me, you know? And I was like, who's this old, angry guy, you know? And now I'm thinking, like, what? You know, like, holy shit. Music runs through this man's veins. Really started with Joni Mitchell. I started learning her songs, which are amazing. I was never allowed to like them, especially as a kid, because my mother was very jealous of Joni Mitchell. I mean, it was wow. it was a bizarre. It was, That's a song in itself, man. You got to write that song. I know, I know, I know. That is a good song. <laughs> Sorry, mom. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is Rufus Wainwright. You know, it's a funny thing. For some reason, I had to fill in for you. The media, the everybody, they made a big deal. Gregory Porter, now yeah, filling yeah. in yes. for Rufus Wainwright. This was my big claim oh, to God. fame for most of my friends. <laughs> <laughs> so here, sit back, grab a drink, and let's do this. Come on. How you doing, Rufus? I, I'm good. How are you? I'm good. You in, where are you? Where are where are you? I'm in the fantastic metropolis that is Bakersfield, California. Oh wow! So we're we're both in California. Yeah, right? yeah. Have you ever been? You ever nice, been to Bakersfield? Nice. I've driven. You know, we were we were doing a lot of camping uh, before the fires. Uh, okay. But we went to we went to uh, up, we drove up to Lake Tahoe. Uh huh. So I think we drove by uh-huh. Bakersfield. By or through. And then we went. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, and then we went to Sequoia and and stuff like that. So yeah, I I think we went through Bakersfield at one point. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, man. Um, it's good to be back with you. Good to hang with you to talk about music and uh, and and roots and politics or whatever whatever we get into the things that right help us create what it is that we do. Yeah, I was I was um thinking about where your uh, musical influences, um, even the creative influences, where they come from. Um, I have a a couple of your songs that I'm thinking about. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, well, uh, I have uh, many sources um, just because, you know, I, I, as you know, I was, you know, born into this business. Um, Both my parents were and still are musicians. And then I, you know, I've gone through opera and Broadway and I seem to seek out uh, uh, inspiration uh, constantly, uh, which which I, I think is necessary if you're a, a, an artist. Um, but I do, uh, I do like to set the bar high, shall we say. <laughs> That's my main objective, I think. Yeah, is it because I was talking to um, Elvis Costello? Yeah. Yeah. And we were talking about his children. You know, he's got two heavyweight parents there. Yeah. yeah Elvis Costello yeah. and Diana Krall. When you come up in that right. environment, the bar is already, yeah. you know, there's there's yeah. a standard that that that, right, that, right. that is no, there. Totally. Uh, did you ever feel any uh, hmm. pressure or angst from that? Or, or yeah. when I think about, I had a conversation with Natalie Cole. Before she passed away. And wow. we were talking backstage at Royal Albert Hall and uh, we, we were on a concert together. And uh, and I was I was telling her about this project that I had coming. And I, I told her, I said, you this is your birthright. The music of Nat King Cole, uh, the elegance, the 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 aura, the, the all of that 
that's yours. That's your birthright. Yeah. I'm borrowing mm-hmm. it. And I've, I've been able to borrow it and use it and feed off of it for all of my life. Right. But you're the child of that, of that birthright. Yeah. And I'm curious, is, has it been a, a gift, sometimes a, a, a yoke around your shoulders? What, it, what right. has it been? Right. I mean, I, I, I can't, uh, qualify it anything other than a gift. Um, but I, but I very much made, um, provisions <laughs> for, for it to be that way in the sense that, you know, look, I, I, I grew up, sorry, when I first came to LA, uh, many years ago now, um, I, I was kind of dropped into this, uh, sort of, uh, group of, 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 of children of superstar musician people who were, you know, starting it up, starting up them again themselves. And, um, you know, whether it was Sean Lennon or Adam Cohen or Chris Stills, I mean, these are all, and all of their parents were, were, were heavy hitters, uh, as you said. Um, and my, and my parents, though not nowhere near as, as, um, as, as commercially successful as, as most of them were nonetheless very respected and, uh, and, you know, and my, and my name meant something. I was able, thankfully, to, and this is really through my love of opera, um, I was able to kind of find a niche that was totally divorced from both of my parents. Um, and, and a pl- so, so little kind of cocoon that I could, you know, grow into a butterfly in, uh, which sadly I have to say was not always the case. For, for I would say the majority of, of, of my compatriots uh, at the time. I mean, everyone, you know, the, 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 there, was, there was a, such a serious um, struggle with legacy uh, for a lot of those other people. And, uh, and I, I don't know, I, I seem to be, I was, a, I, I seem to be spared it. I was also able to incorporate it into what I was doing as well. So I, I, I fared quite well, but, um, yeah, but it, but it's it's really an exception to the rule. <laughs> right. It's pretty, it's, it, can be, it can be dangerous. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, and and I don't, you know, and I think, yeah, Natalie Cole is an, ex- an example, but there are a few, Liza Minnelli, but it's it's a hard it's a hard um it's a hard sort of uh, it's 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 one it's an accomplishment yeah. to to have done that yeah 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 but yeah I mean your 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 writing is fantastic and um, oh thank you I, I I like to think my mother wasn't famous she was just a mm. a storefront preacher and my father mm. was uh, he was a preacher as well but I he didn't raise me and I never never heard him sing. But people told me he was, right. a, he was a great singer. That's what they said at his funeral. I'm still, even though it wasn't there, I'm still drawing from uh, perceived genius. I never heard him sing a note. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. drawing from the legend yeah, yeah. Yeah. that I heard yeah. about at his funeral. Well, well it's, it's funny. Yeah, because it's funny because I don't, a similar... Um, dynamic in my family is that, you know, my grandfather on my mother's side, McGarrigal side, uh, not the American side, but the Canadian side, my grandfather, Frank McGarrigal, he was born in 1898 or something like at the end of the, of the, of the 19th century. And, and he sadly passed away in his fifties. So he, he died when my mom was 18. Um, But he was this type of character who made a tremendous impression on everyone who met him. He wasn't an artist. He was, I, I think he like, you know, whatever, like bought and sold things, you know, dry goods or something. I mean, he just did something weird to survive during the depression. But everybody was very charming. He loved to sing. He loved to play the piano. And he was just really fun at a party. And everybody who met him was always like, he was like such a lovely guy and such a kind of, I don't know, and I and he's the same character. I mean, I never met him by by a long distance, by thirty years, and uh, but nonetheless, he he inhabits my world incredibly uh, largely. And uh, Frank McGarrigal, and it's still it's to this day. I mean, he's probably the most he's the guy I want to meet. <laughs> it's all done. <laughs> That's cool. It's cool to have that yeah. that type of uh, a person. Uh, yeah. you know, I was saying my mother is that she was just, yeah, you know, bigger than life. I'm wearing a pink jacket today yeah. in, in honor oh, of, nice. uh, oh, beautiful. of, beautiful. um, a breast, uh, breast cancer awareness. Uh, she yes, passed away yes. from, from breast cancer 
And, um, but um, to have these large charismatic figures that you can pull from uh, is, is really a nice thing to have uh, in in songwriting and to have big characters period to inspire you. You, you, you wrote a song um, I'll just say about uh, about the president. Yes, um, I've written a couple of songs. <laughs> one, one about America. You, you, you mean you mean the 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 the, the one the, the sword of Damocles? Yes, the last one. Or, yes, yes. Okay, <laughs> uh, but but the 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 ability to at, at the beginning of this uh, writing my, my 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 last record, uh, All Rise. Yeah. I was in such a state of angst, sometimes anger and uh, yes, confusion about my, you know, yeah. about our president, American president, and um, yeah. that the first five songs were about him. That's not my process. That's not yeah. what I do. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, And it was I was I was simply responding to something he was doing every damn day. And I was like, that's what he wants. Yeah. That's what yeah. he wants is to be front and center in your brain. Yeah. yeah. And so yeah. I scrapped yeah. all that and started from my normal process of which is coming from the organic feelings that I care about. He found his way into the record in a, in a song called Real. Yeah, yeah. Real yeah. truth, the desire to searching for real truth. And, <laughs> and, and, ain't it ever the, ain't it ever the truth now? I mean, Amen. In, in the case yeah, in which he's, I know, I know. In the case in which he he is even at the point at which he now has a, a COVID infection, you still can't yeah. get a straight answer out of the White House. No, I That's know. messed no, up. I know. I can't even and pray for you, right? Say that, I mean, and I, I know, and, and I know, and they also say that you know, technically, the, the people, the American people, are supposed to know minute by minute what's going on. Right? It's, if you, you get know, bit the, you by know, too many mosquitoes, we're supposed to know. Yeah, yeah, you know. So it's it's, but but you know, it's yeah. No, it's the whole. I mean, the, the this whole week, and I think up until the election, and even after, it's going to be uh, quite transformative. I think. <laughs> Hopefully, in a good way. <laughs> I, I hope so. That that debate, that debate. Um, oh God! Yeah. Even the point at 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 mock. I mean, is this almost this 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 story is almost biblical? Yeah. No, I know. I know. Well, that's. I mean, that, that. Well, speaking of speaking of Damocles, I mean that 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 was. Um, the only, you know, I, I, when I wrote that song, um, I, I was really searching for a kind of parable or legend or, you know, a character in Shakespeare, you know, who, that I could reflect on, um, and that would maybe give me some answers in terms of what we're facing now. And I really couldn't find any, you know, I mean, there's really nobody like Trump that's ever been on earth, um, and, and, or done what he's done now. Um, or to to that extent, yeah. Um, and with and with that much success, and that and with that much collusion, you know, around him, except for the the Cicero story of the Sword of Damocles, which is which is um, you know, which I even kind of read wrong the first time. I mean, I thought the song still works, but you know, the idea was that you know, when the, you see the sword, it means that you know, with great power comes great responsibility, and you know, you have to you know. Be careful and so forth because it's it's you know you're you're a, you're in a position of power, but then what I then when I read further into it, it's like no, it's like with great corruption comes incredible danger, like 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 for you know for for everybody you know those, all of those people have swords over their heads, and uh, and those and, and there's going to be you know a reckoning because they've. I don't know. It's like it's like a strange. It's almost like it is like a truth in a sense, like a like a kind of. Um, and we're all going to pay the price for it. I mean, it's, 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 that's it's, the unfortunate it's, all thing. All these things, you know, you know, you know, it's, it's, yeah. Yeah. yeah so, somebody was, was, um, was saying the biblical, uh, message, a proud spirit, a, ha- a haughty spirit and a proud spirit comes before a great fall. Right. But the yes, unfortunate yes. thing is, uh, the subject of the subjects of that, of that leader, who has this proud or haughty spirit suffer as well as well. And then, you know, and the, and the nation 200,000 people dead. 
Um, I know, I know. And and the the unfortunate thing is about legacy, every president has legacy, is this unfortunate uh, empowerment of the darkest parts of our spirits, it's already Mm -hmm. happened. It's already happened. We'll be dealing with it for 30 years. There'll yeah, be there'll yeah, be there'll yeah. be people emboldened to to fight against gay rights, to, uh, uh, immigrants, uh, black yeah. people. Uh, yeah, the, the, yeah. He's he's excited those darker elements in our right. national and international personalities, and it won't go away. And he's yeah. voted out of office. That's the unfortunate. Yeah, thing. yeah. But there is a positive to that, and that now we really have to deal with it. <laughs> and now we have to, you know, we have to wrestle it to the ground. I mean, the, the genie is out of the bottle. The genie was always there. Um, so it's, so it's, you know, it's. I tend to be an optimist, and uh, yeah, I'm I mean, very for me, the big, the, for, you know, you know, for me, the big one is is the environment. That's the one where I'm a little more, you know. Uh, God, this is this is maybe not such a rosy <laughs> situation here, uh, especially in California. You know, yeah. this, this, these last Fires. few months. You know, especially. I mean, for you, it must be. I'm curious. I mean, because you're sort of close to the yeah some of the big ones, right? Oh man, yourself? we we couldn't we couldn't breathe for some days. You know, I yeah. stayed in my house and I was constantly changing my air conditioning filter and and right. you know, so it, it was. Right. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a problem. I mean, the, uh, the fires and climate change, it's a real thing. Right. And, and yeah. so, so <laughs> not even, I mean, this is, it's, it's like childhood stories all over again. Let's put the wolf in charge <laughs> of the yeah. sheep. Of the hen house. Right, right. You know, it's like, it's like we, yeah, we, yeah, 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 we, yeah. we, we have, um, Positions normally reserved for people who are thoughtful yeah. and caring yeah. about the environment. Those positions are filled yeah. with oil barons <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And, yeah. And, and, and logging interests. And, you know, yeah. it's yeah. deep. Yeah. But I have to say that with this coronavirus, you know, with the president finally getting the virus, I mean, that is definitely a plain... That, that that is assuming if this is all true, because uh, uh, you never know either with him. But 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 let's say it is. Um, that is a that is a plain and obvious example of you know karmic, uh, the karmic process. You know, and, uh, and, and 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 really trying to fight against science, trying to fight against you know nature, uh, and 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 how and so that's sort of I don't know. I think that's very. I mean, this whole. This whole period right now, especially with really with me, with, you know, the death of Justice Ginsburg, you're like, oh, my God. I mean, why is could that have not been at the worst time? But then him getting covid and then, you know, and then then somebody, you know, whatever, you know. And so it's all it's all stacking up now. And and, uh, it's certainly an interesting play. (laughs) (laughs) It's definitely yeah. drama. If you if you were sitting yeah, back yeah. And, and, and watching it and, and then completely and totally unaffected by it all, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then yeah, it like, would be wow. it would be entertaining. Listen, the cat is yeah. entertaining if it if he wasn't my yeah, president. Yeah, yeah. I mean, his. Yeah. But I, don't think for a moment that that humility will wash over him. I, I it, this is a time oh. for it, but I I still don't see it. I still don't see it happening. Yeah, I still don't yeah. see it happening. And I, I pray for him. My brother, I know it's real. My brother died from, uh, he was, oh. uh, he was living, he's an actor. He was an actor in, in, uh, in New York, lived in Brooklyn, Brooklyn. He was, uh, oh. that first wave in, in New York City. He, oh. he died and, uh, just a year older than me. Oh, and so, so he was young and strong. Wow. And so that, wow. this, this oh, thing, I'm he, so sorry. So you're still, I'm still in it. I'm still reeling. I'm still. Yeah, yeah, you're in it. Yeah, no, I, I know. I mean, I was very close to Hal Wilner. Yeah. You know, who passed, you know, Hal, you know, Hal, yeah. he, he died. And and then I know a bunch of other people. I mean, though, they were they were mostly old, but older than what they were, they were old. But uh, but but Hal wasn't. And, um, and there was also a guy called Mona Foote, who was a kind of a, a young uh, a musician and uh yeah, so I've known a few people. I uh, I'm a little. I don't know about the second, you know, round here. 
coming up, what to t- think about that. I mean, I'm, I have been like traveling and stuff. Like I went to Europe not too long, like about a week ago, I, I got back from Europe and I, I mean, I've been tested a lot and I, but I was in four, I, in that whole kind of trajectory, I was in four different environments. I started in the United States, which was one plan, thing. And then I, then I was in France and then I went to Germany and then I ended up in Sweden because they're, they're doing my uh, first opera there, uh, Prima Donna uh, at the Opera House. And, and literally, I was on four different planets. It was th- four distinctly different worlds. You know, it started <laughs> off in, 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 you know, I was in Blade Runner, <laughs> leaving there, going to the airport with the smoke and the mask, you know. Go, so the, so the, started with Blade Runner. Then we get to France, and it's like some sort of slapstick comedy where, like, everybody's making fun of the of the masks and like nobody knows how to put it on and everybody's <laughs> noses are hanging out and they're all like drunk and they like pretending like like making jokes about it then you get to germany and they're so organized yeah and they have like this amazing system they have this amazing system where like nobody wears masks outside right and everybody wears them inside you know and they and they only allow like a certain amount of people into stores and Right. You know, it's like so. It's you like can't so party, even keel. Can't party get, too hard anymore. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and they're and they're all like doing this, and then you get to Sweden, and it's like nothing ever happened. <laughs> no masks. All the bars are open. Everybody's <laughs> hanging out, um, and it's just it was very it was really surreal the whole trajectory of, of going to those four different places. Yeah, and yeah. I don't know. I mean, for me, I, I mean, I put my 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 money on Germany uh, probably, <laughs> but. But uh, yeah, that was that certainly wasn't always the case. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, you have, you have uh, I don't want to get into your your say, citizenship business, but are you your yeah, Canadian yeah. citizenship? Yeah, no, I was able. Well, I was able to go over with my Canadian citizenship that helped. But it was really because my husband's German. Okay. And, and so I was I'm married. I'm married to a to a European. So okay. Was, that, that, that was the real. The real uh, okay, where you can the travel, real pass, yeah. So. yeah. Because I, I mean, I have a, a gig coming up uh, soon um, in San Diego, and some of my band members are flying from New York, and I'm like, right. that's going to be just the same as flying to Europe. I'm still am a little worried yeah. about it, but um, yeah, no. I mean, I look, I, I, I am worried that I'm not more worried, frankly. I mean, I'm, I have a tendency, which I think is natural for a lot, for certain people, certain people get, you know, you know, too worried and too, you know, isolated and too freaked out. And other people are too lackadaisical. I'm probably more on the lackadaisical side, though I wear a mask whenever I can and, and I'm, you know, keep distance and stuff. But I, but I push the envelope occasionally, unfortunately. And all, but all of that aside, it's just, we need our leaders to, to like, <laughs> we need government, you know. Right. There to has have to some, be a guy. Yeah. To have some clue. I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't, I mean, yes, I think that, I think that, yes, you, you should, if you are sick or, or if you're not taking precautions and you just are, are brazen and, 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 and people get, you know, sick and die. Yes, you're part, you are to blame in a certain way, but not totally. Because when you have a government that's not, um supporting uh the 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 effort it really takes away from your power to be able to do it you know it really distracts you and really fills you with this sense of um just confusion as you said and and i don't think that could be underestimated hey guys you're listening to the hang hit subscribe or follow on your podcast thingamajig of choice to get every episode of The Hang fresh off the presses. I lost the feeling, but you give me meaning again. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online you'll experience the all-new Cerebral Way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. 
Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The, um, your writing, I was just thinking about your writing, listening to, going through a lot of your songs and, um... Do you feel like your the song your song structures and I mean this in the the most positive way lean towards the theatrical almost I'm, I feel like mm. I, I walk through your songs I was like this is total mm. this this is absolutely needs to be on the stage um, yeah so even the way even yeah. the way and I love because I I need to I need to sing some of your songs because even the way just towards mm. the end you always let it fly. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and I love that. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I was, you know, before opera came into play, um, when I was around 13, that's when I, I, I got the bug, the opera bug. Before that, I was highly affected by, um, you know, J- Judy Garland and, and, and Broadway musicals and, and also the Beatles, you know, they were always big when I was really young. So there was, needless to say, there was always a kind of, um, more of a, of a, shall we say, more of a vertical <laughs> structure than a horizontal one uh, with my songwritings. You know, there's a lot of ups and downs and, you know, kind of obstacles and peaks and valleys that you have to go through. Um, so so I, 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 I held on to that, you know, and, and I continue to write in that fashion. I will say, though, that simplifying my work, especially on my last album, you know, Unfollow the Rules was 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 uh, one of my goals i mean i there I, I have learned that that there is something to be said for a, 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 just a direct approach you know uh and not trying to like you know trip everybody up but uh but so i so i so i try to do both now uh but i love but i love but i love my early work where you really hear me you know trying to like bamboozle <laughs> the world <laughs> with my uh with my you know my my glamour or something, but uh, but uh, but but it was. But but now I'm 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 kind of a little bit of that, but also a sim- simplicity is nice. I find myself actually returning a lot to my folk roots, uh-huh. which is really where I came from. I mean, I, my parents were staunch, dedicated folk musicians, and and that's a much you know that's a more that's a straighter path, shall we say? Yeah, and and did you in terms of your musicianship? Were you learning from your parents? Did you go to a conservatory? Or you- yeah, I mean, I, I learned. I took piano lessons for you know twenty years. Well, yeah, almost twenty years, and uh, I did go to conservatory. I went to McGill uh, in, in Montreal. I didn't. I did terrible. Uh, I think I failed every course I took. Uh, <laughs> but I was there for about a, a year and a half. Uh, happy that I went. I uh, was equally happy to leave, especially since my mother told me at the outset, she said, you know, Rufus, it's good that you're going to musical music school, but it's kind of more important you drop out because Bob Dylan dropped out of music school. <laughs> uh, and, and of course he was, he was a big, she was a big Bob Dylan fan as am I. And, uh-huh. uh, so 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 that was sort of the plan from the get go. But I'm very happy I went and uh, and I kept my love of classical music burning, obviously. Uh, so that so that was good. And then, you know, I think one of the main things, and it's funny because I don't know if you have kids or not, but I I have uh, we have a daughter who's nine. I have a seven year old. And yeah, yeah, and oh yeah, no, this whole period is so deep. 
it's pretty deep and it's and, and and it's hard to also separate it from you know what's going on in the world at the moment like there's nothing normal about anything at the moment but that being said you know i i do remember you know when i was about 10 11 she's nine now but but you know when i was 10 11 like really starting to like get obsessed with certain things you know and really following that call and you know i I, my mother was very excited when that happened. She didn't push me into that necessarily, though she, in a sense she did sometimes. Yeah, she did as any parent wants to push their kids, but it was really me who wanted to go there. And of course, I, you know, I, I, I wonder with my child if, if that will be the case, which you never know, you know, you just don't know. Yeah, yeah. You just don't know. Can we, um, back to the beginning of our conversation, you know, I, I, I look at my son, and, you know, I'm trying to give him all the things that I, I thought I should have had. And so any little spark of anything. Oh, did you see the way he did that? Yeah, that's just like me. He's, he's going to be. Oh, he's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's, that's like the outset of, of a disaster right there. Just like me. <laughs> it's oh, so God. unfair. I'm like, I'm like <laughs> know, let, let him do whatever the hell he wants to do. And, yeah. And I'll be yeah. very happy. I mean, my, my thing. Yeah, you know, I did this amazing. I've done. I've just completed an amazing project that's going to be coming out um, on Audible. You know, Audible, the the company, the the their uh, It's like a kind of a podcast or something. It's uh-huh. called Road Trip Elegy. Called Road Trip Elegies. Anyways, but it was it was these this very long drive that I took with my therapist, and we recorded it, and then we did uh, three shows at McCabe's in L.A. And we kind of interspersed my 10 hour long therapy session with, with music. Wow. With, with the songs that I sang, some originals, some of my parents' songs, some standards and stuff like that. So it's actually uh, anyways, a recorded, but, but ther- it's, it's actually a recorded therapy session that. It's a recorded therapy session in a car. In a car. Driving from Montreal, to, in Montreal to New York. Wow. And, and then, and there's just a, you know, in my family, especially it's, it's a kind of, legendary voyage especially for my mother and uh, and then for me uh so so it's that and then and then i did three nights at mccabe's uh and 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 sang a whole bunch of songs that i kind of refer to in the session and uh and we kind of glued it all together and it sounds it's kind of it's pretty amazing actually but my therapist mark the uh stafford who i who i'm talking to he told me and this gets back to what we were talking about but he said you know when I first, when my our daughter was was starting to, you know, react and be, you know, around as you know, develop, um, you know, I was very insistent on, you know, oh well, I love this as a kid, and I'm going to show her this, and I'm going to take her to this. It's really important that she sees, you know, this uh, movie or this work of art because I loved it when I was a kid. And he said, you know, the biggest mistake that parents make is to think that their kid is going to like what they like when they were kids, you know? And, and, and it's just, it's, it's like, and feeling like they have to like it because they liked it. Yeah. And I, and, uh, yeah. And I had to, uh, you really have to kind of swallow that pill yeah. at a certain point that that's, that that's not necessarily going to be the case. Right? right. But then there's little things, but then there's little things that surprise you as well. Where they do like, where they do get it suddenly. Right. I I think I was uh, yeah. so excited when, when we would drive him to school every day in 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 the norm in the normal time way back when. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> and he would pick the music, and he started to pick uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire records. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Yeah, right. I was, I was like, oh, he's like, yeah, oh, I, w- I want to hear all that, you know, the horns and, you know, the, the I want to hear that guy that sings real high. And uh, I was proud of that. And then it was a lot of Michael Jackson stuff. And then I, so I said, well, maybe, maybe I'll introduce him to some of my childhood favorites. The way it went in my household, before you watched the original. The Wizard of Oz. Right, right. You watched The Wiz. <laughs> That's the way it went right, down right, in, right, at my right, house. Right. Yeah, so I yeah, showed him. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, I had, you know, I gave, I gave it. Uh, it was like, really, I, I was like, there's this movie, you know, it has a line. I tried to like whet his appetite for it. 
So right, I put right. on the whiz and was sat back and was just hoping that he would love it. And he did. He he really dug it. And yeah, uh, he did. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. <laughs> and so that's nice. The thing the, the things that I want him that that are the things that I cherish. Uh I don't just lay it on him. I just I give him like some breadcrumbs. And if he if it catches, yeah. cool, but if it doesn't, you know. Maybe yeah. maybe another time, but chitty chitty bang bang, yeah. stuff like that. You know, it's like oh, you gotta yeah. love yeah, chitty no, chitty we, bang yeah, bang. Yeah, 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 yeah. The yeah, sound yeah, of yeah, music, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, no, we try. I feel yeah, like yeah. there was all of these rich things that we could go to yeah, that, that yeah. had uh, a, 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 a moral message, and it also had some good entertainment value and some skills. And yeah. so I just yeah, want him yeah. to have you yeah. know all of that stuff because right now everything yeah. is so it can yeah. be. If we don't, if you don't look for it, it can be a lot of bubble gum happening. Yeah. Oh no. No. Well, what we do with 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 Viva, uh, our daughter, is that we, we, and this makes it far more interesting for us, is that we just watch a lot of old movies. <laughs> uh, you know, from the fifties and forties and thirties. You know, classic Hollywood movies and you know musicals and and even you know kind of serious ones. You know, you know they're so tame compared to right. You know what what's out there now. And it's very fascinating because 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 on one hand you watch them, and there are certain ones, and and often like like we'll buy you know like a, uh, we'll, we'll get like a Barbara Stanwyck box set or Elizabeth Taylor box set, and and there's a lot of movies on there I've never seen, you know, and and we, we you know we're we're guaranteed that they're going to be you know PG or whatever, and and they are usually even the even the you know noir films, and. Um, so we watch them and there are some that are amazing and, and so entertaining and so kind of like stand up so well. And then there's other ones which are so dark, not because of the story, but just the way they looked at the world. I mean, like talking about black lives matter. I mean, like we're all the servants are, you know, idiots and black. And then, the, and then the women are, are just like these sex objects that have no, intelligence i mean the, and it's almost more of a kind of it's interesting because we, we talk about it you know and she knows she like she she can tell like oh that, i don't like that movie because you know that's not the way the world really is you know or it shouldn't be that way and it's a, it's been an, it's been a it's been a fun and we talk about that stuff like oh, you know, this cool. is something you can't do anymore you know this is not the way the world is now uh. so but it's interesting What language are you speaking in the house? Well, I mean, we, you know, we speak English. I mean, my husband speaks German. I speak French uh, sometimes. She goes to school in French half time, a lot. She has half English, half French. So she knows French. Um, our little dream, you know, is to, at some point, hopefully, have a nice European period. Yeah. <laughs> Especially after what's been, you know, this, 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 situation going on uh these days yeah and and spend some time in france living in france and hope you know if her mother wanted you know because her mother's actually french as well so so um we'll see we'll see i would love that to happen that's my dream too it's a lot of people's dream but yeah. my dream too yeah especially <laughs> at the moment <laughs> and when you look at can i just back to your um your operas and are you always yes. writing in English? I, I I haven't explored all of your operas. And- yeah, and I mean, I mean, I I I I've written. Well, I mean, in terms of my operas, I've written two operas. You know, the first one, Prima Donna, which is in French, and that's you know that's had seven productions uh, all over the world. Uh, and there's a new amazing one that I went to visit in in uh, in Sweden at the old opera house there, the Royal Opera House, which is really. I mean, in this day and age and with what's going on, the, the idea that, you know, like my entire, you know, world tour has been canceled and like the release of my new album was totally, you know, a to- it wasn't a disaster, but it was it was it was minimized, I would say, by by, yeah. by the covid. Uh, but they're doing my opera. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, <laughs> it, but you got of, something going, bizarre. man. Yeah, I've got it, but I'll just go to my opera, you know, instead. That's, 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 that's really surreal. That feels good. And then, uh, and then, my, yeah, that feels good. That's a good feeling. And then my second opera, Hadrian, 
which premiered about a year ago, uh, that is in English. And that's, and there's some, you know, there's some, uh, that, that has a future as well. So yeah. And then I'm doing, you know, what's interesting though, about the, the, the COVID situation though, is that this is the perfect time to start thinking more about theatrical projects because you need that lead up time. You know, you need that five years to really hammer out the story and the music and the production and the casting and everything. So so it's actually uh, quite a fruitful time in that respect to shift gears and and really focus on the theater. Yeah, I'm 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 curious as to what comes out of this period, uh, this time. Um, I've been careful with myself in terms of you know when I pick up the pen because I'm so yeah. um, right straight from my heart. And at the moment, um, you know, I'm still heartbroken. So I I I. I yeah. You have to be careful, you know? With, uh, yeah. Will yeah. everything, you know, come out that way? And if it does, you know, so be it. But, um, yeah. but that's definitely, that's definitely what happens. Um, in the, in the history of your writing and being influenced by, uh, Dylan, um, yes. were you trying to, beginning of your career, even now, are you still, right. You you still draw yeah. on that influence? Are you are you well, trying to connect your life well, experiences to right. the that well, the interesting thing with the interesting thing with Dylan is that you know both of my parents were you know Dylanites or whatever, <laughs> however you want to put put, put that. Um, you know they were to, and, and and to this day are you know are my father my mother passed away but but they're you know they're they're staunchly you know indebted to him and 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 they worship him like he's a god um and uh and there's no real minimizing you know the effect that he had on them i kind of shied away from the, from that for a long time i thought that i didn't i mean i i would hear dylan songs and i'd say oh that's really interesting and and um but i i it wasn't where i i I went, I, I kind of went away from it in a lot of ways. Um, and then, a, a, as well as most of that era, you know, uh, with my love of opera, I just sort of, that opera became my, um, my, 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 uh, my, my resting place. Anyways, but now it's funny because what's happened is that, is that first, uh, really started with Joni Mitchell because uh, we became friends with her. Um, and, and my husband became a huge fanatic. He, he didn't know her music at all growing up in Germany, but later he, he discovered it when he was here and, and he just, he's like a real Joni Mitchell, um, crazed person. <laughs> and, and, uh, and, and, and we did, and I le- started learning her songs, which are amazing. Um, I was never allowed to like them, especially as a kid, cause my mother was very jealous of Joni Mitchell. Um, oh. my mother kind of was. Yeah, so I so we. That's a song in itself, so man. I, you got to write that song. I know, I know, I know, I know. That is a good song. <laughs> Sorry, mom. Uh, <laughs> but and I honestly couldn't have sung her songs until my mother died. I mean, it was wow. it was a bizarre. It was that bad. Anyway, so because they were you know both Canadian yeah. beauty, beauty, two Canadian beauties. So that happened, and then and I and, and I do adore her work, but then it moved over because as then the next one person who, you know, I'd always, I was always compared to Randy Newman growing when I started, just because I was working with Lenny Worker and there was, you know, the Mo Austin was around and it was sort of this, there was this, you know, piano based LA, you know, making records in LA. And, and I kind of, and I did, but I didn't get Randy Newman at that point. You know, I, I didn't really understand. I mean, I knew his hits, but I didn't really right. kind of dig deeper. Anyways, when it came time to make this record, Unfollow the Rules, uh, and I was working with Mitchell Froome, uh, the producer who works a lot with Randy now. Um, I listened to some of the work they did together. And then I started really going into Randy's catalog. And then I learned that none of his songs are about anything personal. All of his songs are completely fabricated in the sense it has nothing to do with his own life. Like all of those situations, all of those observances are just completely divorced from his own personal life. That I found so fascinating because it was so different from my approach and, and subsequently fell into this very intense Randy Newman obsession. I love Randy Newman. Now. I mean, I, I, I mean, I think he's 
I'm just so excited. I mean, I, the thought now that people compared me to him is so, this blows my mind <laughs> now. <laughs> then I didn't really understand it, but now I'm like, you were comparing me to Rand. I mean, he's one of the greatest. He, I don't know. I think he, there's just something about him that's really striking the chord. And then once the COVID, you know, Trump presidency, you know, end of democracy, fall of the world, environmental. That's now, now the Bob Dylan stuff is really talking to me. <laughs> the Bob, now the Bob Dylan's like, oh, I get, you know, I'm really, you know, I, I, I've been singing his work, especially, I mean, I did a lot for this, for this audible, uh, um, project, but you know, whatever, the, there's a darkness in his material, which right now is particularly potent and relevant. And, uh, and so it's kind of, um, yeah, it, it, it's coming around. <laughs> it, 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 it will wrap up soon, but sonically developing your sound, sonically developing your right. sound. Did, did you, did you lean towards him? Uh, I, I'm only, I'm only, I was just watching a clip of yeah. you on, on a 2003 performance on, on Letterman. Right. Um, I wish I could remember right. the song. Forgive me. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Just some background yeah. singers. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and and your 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 approach just reminded me of of uh, of Bob Dylan just in the, in the uniqueness yeah. of it. Like I don't I don't give a damn if you catch it. Read the lyrics yeah. after I'm done. You know. <laughs> yeah. Well, that might you know that might have been through my mother or my dad. Yeah. Who in turn they were influenced by Bob Dylan. I didn't really I wasn't cognizant of it. But which is actually which I have to say was in retrospect was a great advantage that I had when I came to Hollywood early on is I didn't know any of these people. I mean, I was in a room with Randy Newman when I was 23 and he was saying, you know, your record, this record company likes you more than me. And he was like jealous of me, you know, and I was like, who's this old angry guy, you know? And I'm like, and now I'm thinking like, what, you know, and when, you know, like, holy shit. Like, well, if I'd known, yeah, yeah, you know, if I'd known like the, the actual, like the dynamic of that, uh, it would have been, um, thank God I didn't. I was so naive when I started. And that's, that's actually, is, that's probably one of the most important things is to be as naive as possible. This is very good. Yeah. 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 I call it, I call yeah. it a healthy ignorance because it can, um, yeah. It can lead to authenticity. Yeah. 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 No, totally. Totally. Yeah. In all of this craziness, um, I am thankful for my friends and I'm thankful for my family and I'm thankful for my son. These are the things that I'm most thankful for and keep me on the ground and keep me optimistic yeah. Uh, what are what are you are some things that are that are keeping yeah, you yeah. you know optimistic in yeah. this time? Well, I mean, I I don't think that my situation is in any way comparable to what people of you know people who are really struggling are are up against. You know, uh, in the sense of if you're you know a low paid worker, if you're a health care person if you're elderly and in an old person's home i mean there's i i am constantly just thanking my lucky stars and so grateful for all the gifts that that i've been given and and, and my having my health and 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 so forth and it's really um it's really a time to count your blessings uh and to be ready to help those who are less fortunate um and so so I'm in that mode. I, I need to do more of that. <laughs> now that I've said it. No. <laughs> but I think that's the answer. I mean, it, it is about service, obviously, yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, just f for those who are, who, are really, who are really struggling with this. And, um, and so, uh, and a lot of that, and, and also there's, I mean, in terms of the, just the political situation as well, you know, we have to rebuild this, uh, this society and this system, and we have to... Uh, we have to be um, for our children. So, so, yeah. so, and, and so, yeah, we're, we're, maybe there's a, we're lucky to be able to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Let's put yeah, it that way. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Absolutely. 
Okay, my friend. Founding, refounding. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, we, we are the founding fathers. Ooh. We are the refounding fathers Ooh. and mothers. Ooh, I give you 10%. <laughs> I give you 10%. Right. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> okay. Wow. Okay. Rufus Wainwright, thank you so much for uh, hanging with oh, me. Oh, good to see you again. And, yeah, yes. good to see you again and have conversations. You know, it's a funny thing. I have some friends who they don't really follow my career. For mm-hmm. some reason, I had to fill in for you. I don't know what happened. You got sick or okay. the money didn't come through. I don't know what it was. Yeah. But, yeah. but, but everybody, the, the media, the, everybody, they made a big deal. Gregory Porter is now yeah, filling yeah. in yes. for Rufus Rain, Wainwright. This was my big claim oh, to God. fame for, for most of my friends. <laughs> <laughs> They don't give a shit that I do 250 shows a year all around the world, opera oh, houses God, and, oh, and dives. They were like, you filled in for Rufus Wainwright? <laughs> oh, my God. Not oh, that we wow. met. Not, not, I'm, I'm, nothing I'm, I'm, like that. Happy to, yeah, happy to oblige. Happy to oblige. So anytime you're canceling gigs, make sure you mention me. I appreciate okay. it. Okay. Oh, well, thank you so much. Life back the same thing. And that's, that's it, my friends. We've reached the end of another fantastic episode. I want to say thank you once again to the wonderful Rufus Wainwright. And a huge thank you to you for listening. I'm loving our time together. Shall we do it again? Okay. In a click, perhaps. Remember, feel free to share this podcast with your friends. Let's all get together on our next episode. I'm Greg Reporter, and this has been The Hang. A cup and nuzzle production. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale, starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.